You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, the value of not making assumptions. Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage, how to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. Namaste. I am Gloria Grace Rand your host of the Live, Love, Engage podcast, and I am so grateful to be coming to you live, for those of you watching on social media, that is, uh, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And of course, I'm coming to you not so live, well, recorded, (laughs) if you're listening to this rebroadcast on your favorite podcast platform. Wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, I'm just so glad you're here. Joining me today to continue our discussions about The Four Agreements, the book by Don Miguel Ruiz that I have read a couple of times. uh, Last time was a few years ago, but it's still fresh in my mind, particularly because I've got a lovely bookmark, actually, that I have taped to my desk down here. And it serves as a reminder to me every day to, to really pay attention and to live my life in accordance with the four agreements. So um, I'm going to just briefly go over the first two of these, uh, which we've focused on on the last two episodes. So if you missed those, you can go back and find them, you know, go to my YouTube channel or go to, um, uh, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, like liveloveengagepodcast.com, and you'll be able to see it right there. And um, so the first, the first one was uh, be impeccable with your word. And that is such an important one about speaking with integrity, really saying what you mean and meaning what you say, <laughs> and, and not gossiping, things like that. It's so, 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 so important. And the second agreement is don't take anything personally. And, oh man, this is one that I think this is a lesson I really had to to take to heart because I, I guess sometimes I think people might've accused me of having, well, let's say members of my family might have accused me of having a thin skin, shall we say, as opposed to a thick skin. And, and it's, uh, you know, lots of different reasons, you know, in fact, I even talked about that on last week's episode about, um, you know, trauma and things like that can, uh, you know, when you're being teased, let's say as a kid and, and really bullied, um, you either develop a thick skin where you learn not to take things personally, or it, where it hurts you and you, and you let it get under your skin, as they say. And, um, so that has been something that I've had to learn to, to let go of (laughs) and to really, um, learn not to take things personally. And, and for one clear reason is that 
you don't know what's going on in somebody else's head and you don't know what kind of day they've had. So even if they are lashing out at you, it may be they're, they're really taking it out on you, but they mean to take it out on somebody else, or they've just had something terrible happen in their life. And they're just feeling, you know, they're just feeling frustrated and angry. And, and maybe, you know, maybe you possibly said that or did something that was just a little off in their perception. Again, it's in their perception and that causes them to lash out at you. So if you can, what I recommended last week is to stop and pause before responding to give yourself a chance to let that really clear part of your brain react as opposed to that immediate uh, limbic brain, the, the reptilian brain, you know, that fight or flight response. Um, you know, you don't want to fight. <laughs> you want to take a breath and think and say, okay, I wonder what's really going on here and see if you could come up with a good response that won't bait the person more or really engage them and maybe just just see if you can't calm them down and not think that it has anything to do with you. So that's kind of the first two. So today, today we're going to do, and, and these all, they really all flow with one to the other. They, they're all in a way related because it's, it's, they, they build on one another. So today's agreement is to don't make assumptions. <sighs> and whenever, whenever I see that, I always remember my mom, she used to say, don't assume, because if you assume you make an ass out of you and me. And that's so true because Again, it, it again it kind of plays into that don't take anything personally because if you assume that someone is saying something mean about you because for whatever reason they don't like you, you know, or or they're just they're mad at you. And if you just assume that and then react from that place, you could totally misconstrue this misconstrue the situation entirely. So again, now here, this is where my, my, my lovely little bookmark comes in handy because it has some uh, explanations of what you can do to follow up on this. So it says, find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. So that's it. It's, it's, don't assume that, don't assume that you know the reason behind somebody else's response, somebody else's comments, somebody else's actions. Again, you are not living inside of their brain. You are not living inside of their body. You are living inside you. <laughs> you know, you are, you, the only person you truly have control over is you your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings. So if you're unsure about why somebody said something or why somebody did something, don't just assume the worst, but ask, ask clarifying questions. And I'll, I'll take this as an example from business. So when I started my business, I had to learn how to 
you know, to, to talk with clients and find out what they needed for my business. Cause it's in the past, it has primarily been uh, copywriting and, you know, writing online content for, for business owners, for their websites, things like that. And so as I was talking with someone, I, I learned that in, especially even, even in talking, but also in writing a proposal is to say, okay, so what I'm hearing you say is that you want me to do X, Y, Z. And so that you're, you're saying, you know, this is what I've heard. And then that gives the other person the opportunity to say, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not what I meant. And, no, this is what I meant. Or they may say, yes, that's exactly right. That is what I wanted. Thank you for hearing me. And oh, that just reminded me of something. I was, I was uh, commenting on somebody's post today on, on LinkedIn. They had written a, a short little note about how people, uh, what was it? Um, something about, again, kind of this this listening and and you know problems with with like like taking things personally and things like that and and i was saying is that we are we're so quick to react so so many people these days seem to be in this reactionary mode instead of stopping and pausing and thinking you know we've got this wonderful brain that god gave us but we use so little of it <laughs> in our day-to-day -day lives. And so instead, when, when someone says something, and, and this happens so often on social media in particular, you know, you see people making comments and, and, and it just triggers, you know, it's like the, the, we, we get triggered or something happens and it's like, you know, if you don't agree with what someone is posting or what someone is saying and you you start getting all defensive or angry instead as it said here find the courage to ask questions let's let's open up a dialogue ask them why they think that way ask them why they said that and put yourself in the other person's shoes so that you can learn and, and perhaps have an opportunity to understand why they say the things they do. So it's so important. Again, just don't make assumptions. It, it really, it's, it's, it just can cause so much angst and so much hurt feelings that are unnecessary unnecessary if you just only would take the time to clarify. And, and like I said, I know that I've been guilty of this in the past. Um, I, I hope that I don't do this too often anymore uh, and that I have learned my lesson, but I know I've done it in the past. And I know I have, uh, you know, someone has made a comment about me. Well, oh, here's a perfect example. I, I shared this in my book, Live, Love, Engage, the story where when I was a little kid, where I did make an assumption and, and that really stayed with me for 50 years, <laughs> um, 
was when I was in the second grade and I had a crush on a little boy in our class and I would chase him around the playground at lunchtime trying to kiss him. On one day, we would have show and tell, you know, and so he got up and told the whole class that I was trying to kiss him. And what I remember, now again, this is 50 years later, 50 plus years later, I was seven or so at the time, um, what I remember was everybody laughing and, and just feeling crushed and embarrassed and humiliated. And my assumption at the time, and it took a long time to, to, that I carried this, was that he was just making fun of me. You know, he just thought it was a big joke and, you know, just, he just, you know, and everybody else was making fun of me. It wasn't until I had gone through some personal development work, attending some workshops and reading different books and working with coaches, but all of a sudden, and I remember this, I was at an airport, I think, waiting to go home from, from a workshop. When I had this realization that what if he wasn't making fun of me? What if the reason he told the class that was that he was actually bragging about it? What if he kind of secretly liked the attention, but, you know, he's a little kid um, and, you know, and maybe his friends were teasing him about it. So, you know, he kind of went along with it, but maybe he secretly liked me too. And that was, you know, but I didn't know. I never went up to him afterwards and asked him about it. I just felt embarrassed. So that's why I say, don't assume. <laughs> My mom had it right. Don't assume. It's so much better to get clarity, to ask questions, to find out, to use your words, communicate with people and find out exactly what they have to say. It's so much better for you. Now, I... Whenever I do my these solo episodes, uh, for those of you who may be new to this podcast and you may not realize it, but when I do the solo episodes, one of the resources that I use on a daily basis is something called the Daily Word from Unity. And it's a, it's a lovely magazine. You can get it online. You can have an app on your phone, which I do now. And they have these wonderful inspirational messages every day. They have a different word or, or short phrase. And so... I went to find one that would be appropriate for today's lesson. And so I figured communication would be a good, would be a good one to look up. So I love the one I found because it goes so well with this. Don't make assumptions. It was, it's from March 3rd, 2010, which is March 3rd was my mom's birthday. Now she had already been, she'd been passed uh, about seven years by the time this one came out. She would have been, oh, let me see if I can do the math. Let's see. Uh, oh, forget it. Whatever. I think she would have been 85 or something or 95 in 2010. No, 85. She would have been 85. Um, so anyway, so let me read to you. I would love to share this with you today. So it is the affirmation that they have is, I communicate with wisdom and love. And then the reading says, in every interaction with others, I choose to communicate wisely, responsibly, and authentically using positive affirming words 
to express my ideas and desires enables me to be a force for good in the world, a powerful co-creator with God in every activity and in all arenas of life. In every word spoken by phone or typed into a computer or handheld device, I am transmitting powerful ideas that can either discourage or uplift the person with whom I am communicating. So I choose to interact thoughtfully through every medium. Authentic communication builds trust and understanding. My words have a positive impact on my relationships as I communicate with wisdom and love in every way. And then they always have a lovely scripture reading. This is from Matthew 20, 32. Jesus stood still and called them saying, what do you want me to do for you? And see, he's asking a question. He's not assuming that he knows what they want. <laughs> he's asking. And so if we could just take more time to ask questions of each other, I think the world would be a, such a much better place, <laughs> you know, and they, if we just stop assuming that we know, and, and it's also about, you know, don't assume that you know better than the other person or don't assume that you're right. Oh, that's what the LinkedIn article was about. It was about people, um, you know, just really um, wanting to be right, <laughs> you know, versus wondering if they're right. You know, and that's where that questions come in, come in. So don't just assume that you are right and the other person is wrong. No, there might be some common ground there. And, and that's what we need to be able to do is to have this dialogue. So don't just assume, ask questions, inquire and, and find out because, uh, things will be so much better. I, I believe that. And, and. And I also, I, I want to leave, leave you with, well, I'm not leaving yet, but I want to share with you um, hope because I do think that there are more people out there who are doing that, who are engaging authentically, you know, as I'd like to say, um, that are attempting to understand other people and to be able to see if there is if there's common ground and, and if not, at least to just understand where they're coming from and, you know, agree to disagree as, as, as you could say sometimes, because that's a distinct possibility. You know, we, we don't have to, I think, agree with everybody 100% of the time. And at the same time, we can understand them and we could, perhaps have some empathy for how they feel or for why they feel the way they do. Because that's the other part of it too, is when you can ask questions and you can find out, you know, maybe a person has a, a reason that they do act the way they do or that they do speak the way they do. Because again, maybe they had something traumatic happen to them and that has uh, colored necessarily mean that they will always be that way. It could be that they just need some time to heal and they need a supportive friend like you to be there, to be that person who will listen to them, who will hold space for them, 
to allow them to feel their feelings. <sighs> Ooh, I just got real emotional about that. It's so important to let people feel their feelings. Even if it's uncomfortable for you, because everyone, you know, we have feelings and, and, and we want to know that it's, it's safe to feel those feelings. And because if you don't feel safe, then you might say, okay, well, I'll try to, you know, cheer up or I'll, you know, I'll stuff my feelings down and put on a happy face to please you. But that just creates more problems down the road because when you continue to do that, and I speak from experience, I have done this in the past where I've had people tell me, oh, cheer up. It's not so bad. Oh, put a smile on your face. When instead that I would have appreciated so much to say, oh, they're there. You know, they're there. Oh, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. And just let me have my feelings for a few minutes so that I could release them and then be okay. Because instead, when you stuff them down, it's just, you become like this pressure cooker where something down the road, something maybe more trivial will happen, but it just, all of a sudden, you'll just explode because you've been keeping all of these feelings kind of pushed down, pushed down, pushed down. And like, you know, if you've ever had something, um, well, think of it uh, when you try to hold a ball underwater, like, you know, a nice bouncy ball, and you try to push it underwater, you could only go so long. And if you release it, it's just going to pop back up again. Or like a cork. That's a good example, too. If you ever, if you ever, ever have a cork, a cork will float on the water. And then if you try to press it down, it's not going to stay underwater. It's just going to pop back up. And our feelings are like that too. And we don't allow them to come out when at that moment, when they are there, then they're just going to come out later in a time when it's inappropriate. So I've gone on a big long rant about that today. <laughs> I didn't really need to do that, but uh, well, I guess spirit wanted me to. So thank you for listening to that. So if you ever feel that you need someone to listen to you, um, I would love to be that person for you. So just reach out to me at engagewithgloria.com and you can get right on my calendar there and make an appointment. I would love to, you know, I'll be a sounding board for you. I, I'm happy to do that for you. So again, it's engagewithgloria.com. Um, I think it's in the show notes. Pretty sure I have it in there. But if not, I'm going to put it in the show notes. I have to check that <laughs> now, that, now that I mention it. Hmm, I wonder if it is. All right. So now before I close out today's episode, I do want to share with you my favorite thing to do other than this podcast, which is also my other favorite thing to do, is to share with you a light language message. And hopefully my internet, I'm getting a little signal that the internet's a little, little low, but hopefully it'll be fine in a moment. Um, so a light language is this, it's a, um, it's a type of sound healing that helps. Uh, it really is something that you, that connects with your soul. It communicates with your soul. Your soul understands it. Your your brain, logic brain may not understand what I'm saying, um, 
but it's really, it's, it's the language way, the way I've been told from my guides is it's the language that we spoke before we came into this body. So it's a, it's a, it's a different frequency. It's, it's not, it's not the usual language that we speak here and there on this planet earth right now, although it's similar. And, and I've had different clients tell me that it sounds like, you know, sounds this way, or it reminds them of that type of a language. And every time it's a little different. So um, if you are listening to this podcast while you are driving uh, or doing something where you really need to focus your attention, I would encourage you to pause this, come back to it later, where you can just sit and listen and let the sound wash over you. And my intention for this today is to is that the message you hear today will be for your soul's highest good and to help you to be able to communicate clearly and to be able to help you to think before you speak and to think before you respond and so that you aren't making assumptions about what you hear someone else say or, or not assuming what action they took is uh, means something different than what they actually meant with it. So, all right, let's see what comes through for you today. はい、ここやとこいかちこやときかあのやとやとえしょこやたえがおこぎなきらとときだたひかしことやまきがでたよたやとやたえ、こよしょこしかのんかてしことかんまこりやたえやけやたえ、だこしゃんのこいたいさ
えかくやったくれぱたきかれよとてやばちゃきんしょこにあなてやかきあえあわまきやたえしくしこどとくやたけやっととやまかれととてんかなくしゃかたたえさとくれぱとぐいしかりやとくやばたかはあちかしかしこ